Oh, yeah. We are so back. It's, it's, it hurts. We are so back. It hurts. Yeah, that's right. What's up, everybody? What's up, everybody? Yeah. Yeah. What's up? Oh, man. How do we do this show again? Mm. Can't really remember. I don't know. I'm doing coffee. <laughs> uh, what's up, everybody? I'm Corey Kingston. Nice to meet you. I'm Corey. Nice to meet you. Uh, and uh, chilling out with me over there in just the beautifulest studio I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> just ceiling rigs, lighting, baffles, nice wood. It's just very like, just very organic feeling, natural. You can probably be so creative in that space. <laughs> it's the one. It's the only fantastic, funky Phil Pardell. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not bringing it today, Phil. You look tired. I'm very, very freaking tired, dude. What happened? You We're going to get into it. You played a gig, didn't you? We're just going to have to get into it. Nah. <laughs> Everything's opening up, man. Everything's opening up tomorrow. There's no more COVID tomorrow. <laughs> According to the government, no more, no more COVID. It's all over. Um, so, yeah. Um, I hope you guys are doing good, though, out there. Things are changing quickly, you know? And, uh, uh, you know all that stuff. So, uh, drum brigade is, you know, changing too. We had a lot of active things that are like kind of dwindling and, uh, not negative, not being negative. It's just the way things work, you know? And so we're going to get into all that, but, um, but for any of the information that you would like to find on drum brigade and how awesome it is, you go, just go check out drumbrigade.com. Um, we have chops and coffee merch now. Um, even though chops and coffee is, like very much dwindling down because everybody's going back to work. So, um, that's, that's very typical drum brigade to like, you know, we'll, we'll get, we'll get into all that later, but we have new chops and coffee merch. If you've joined chops and coffee, you're welcome to partake in that. Also, Phil, don't get it twisted, but a very small run of drum brigade drumsticks are back. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Five A's in stock. Five A's are in stock. Uh, so five A's, seven A's, and five B's. I'm looking at them. You know, I didn't get as many as I thought I did when they're on the shelf. Hmm. <laughs> but I got some. So um, anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, it's drum brigade, you know. It's just we got a lot of things in the irons in the fire, and we do drum lessons, and we do this, and we do that. And it's me and Funky Phil. And uh other people and so drumbrigade.com this is show what 111 110 i think it's 111 111 thank you yeah thank you thank you you're a legend all right let's get into it show 111 drum brigade podcast welcome everyone thank you very much npr it's very NPR voice. Thank you. Welcome. Welcome, everyone. Today's topic is... Uh, I'm tired, Phil. Wait. 
It's 112, sorry. 112? Holy moly, we're doing better than we thought. That's... The crowd is very happy about 112. (laughs) Thank you, guys. Um, We couldn't have done it without you. And so, 112... I mean, we're, po- we're, co- we're podcast masters at this point. I, I just got my second Lambo today. <laughs> we basically teach the class on podcasting. Mm-hmm. Anything you want to know about podcasting, you might as well just reach out to us. Like Radio Lab, let us know if we can help. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, dude. Three gigs this weekend. Remember when I was saying I don't want to go back to gigging and I just want to work on drum brigade only? Yep. <laughs> Never been wrong in my life. Never been more wrong in my life, Phil. Dang it. I'm <sighs> There goes a wreck my career. It's seriously. Ba- I'm back. When I said I was back like five episodes ago, I didn't know how back I really was. I'm straight grinding over here, Phil. Yeah. Three gigs this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Dang. Friday? I'm sorry, Phil. I'm sorry. Let's just, let's kick the show off. We'll get into how you are, Phil. We'll get into how you are. It's been a couple weeks, and I got some things to get off my chest, Phil. Tell me about it. (laughs) I played that stupid tin roof gig on Friday. What? That gig, that gig already. I've been off for a year and a half. I'm already back in the mix. That gig should jump off a freaking bridge. <laughs> I hate that gig, dude. <laughs> I like that place. That everything sucks about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, for you guys that don't know, Tin Roof, it's like a Nashville based company. And the pace sucks on that gig. The band is okay. But like the band leader is a friend of mine and he's, he's a great musician. He's kind of a slave driver in that band. And so where my soapbox comes in is it's three hours straight without a break. Phil, you know, you of all people know, you had a bum try to have you fill up his bong water at that gig. Yeah. Yeah. The that's... drums haven't changed. Remember the drums that we, the drum heads that we donated, you donated and I, I donated the kick drum head and we wrote on the kick drum head. These drum heads have been donated from the drum brigade to find out more about the drum brigade and what we do for the community. Visit drumbrigade.com. Same heads on there. Yes. <laughs> they might even be like, somebody might have even taken them off, put them on like the worst drums you've ever seen in your life, beat them with sledgehammers, and then put them back on the drums. Mm. They're, I don't get it. It's like this gig is the Amazon of, it's like working for Amazon except being a musician. You don't get bathroom breaks. Every song has to be basically tied together. You have to play for three hours straight up. It starts at 10 p.m. and ends at 1 in the morning. Everybody in there has to be high on coke or speed or something because they're going full on for three hours and no one is stopping. 
and they're like you start at 10 they're already hammered yeah i used to do th- used to be three and a half oh no to no no and so I get there, I come in hot cause I have some other like obligations that end at nine and I have to like leave my house, like, like fire drill, run out of my house, jump in like the car, you know, and then parking in San Diego right now, that's a whole nother soapbox. <laughs> Forget it. So I park like five blocks away. I pay $25 to park in the stupid parking lot, cart my stuff all the way to tin roof play the tin roof for three hours straight without a break. Meanwhile, the singer, the band leader, the singers, they get breaks. So then I got to play with like a trio while everybody else takes a break. Me, the bass player and the guitar player have to freaking power through for three hours and don't get a break. I barely get a sip of water because when I'm counting off the next or when I'm drinking my water, they're counting the next song. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just like, dude, uh, this gig is this, this isn't worth it. What am I doing? Like, and then I'm wrecked the whole next day. I'm wrecked for Saturday. Yeah. I don't get anything done. I have to like, I I'm, I'm in bed all day, like so tired. And then I have to go to my next gig and I'm like feeling sick because I'm so tired from going to sleep at three in the morning. And like, I don't drink really like I don't drink anymore. I haven't drank in almost a year now. And like, I'm so I'm the only sober person like in all of San Diego at that time. It's just a horrible gig, dude. It's a horrible gig, you know? And it's like, at first it was like, man, I'm just happy to be in the mix. I'm like, this is what it used to feel like. And, and then it's just like, I don't, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to play up uptown funk. Yeah. I don't want to play that song. I don't want to, I'm exhausted and I'm still trying to like pour my heart into this. I'm, I'm just over it, dude. I don't want to do it. I'm with you, man. I'm glad not that's, that I don't want to play drums. I don't want to play at tin roof. Yeah, I don't. That's one of the ones I hundred percent. I don't miss that one at all. Mm-mm. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. I, I, I feel that like there's a couple gigs where I will stay. I will just say no. Like I won't, I don't want to play at Paula casino anymore. One, I don't like the the girl that was hiring me to play. I don't I don't like her, so I'm done with that. I'm done with her and her stupid band. I'm done with that whole thing. I'm done with it. I don't want to play it anymore. And like I used to say that about Tin Roof. I'm not playing at Tin Roof. If one more person tells me, well, that's how they do it in Nashville, you know, in order to work in Nashville. I don't live in Nashville, dude. I live in San Diego. There's a different vibe here. Yep. Well, you know, you have to play for four hours or, and you get paid peanuts, but that's the way it is in Nashville. Since when does Nashville's rules apply to us? Yeah. Oh my gosh, dude. And so one more, the next person who says that to me is getting punched right in the face. Yeah. I feel like, I I don't know. I think in, in some, at least at some of the other tin roofs, I think the bands have like a worked in part of the routine where like maybe the singer and a guitarist do a solo number. So the, the other guys yeah. can have a break. That's or, what you know, should be happening but, on this band, but it, they don't. Uh, yeah. I and don't like, think, I think the it's San part, Diego of it, one, part of it for me is like, look, I want, I like the challenge of like marathon set, you know, playing a three hour set at like high energy and like, you know, that's you, you know, on a headline gig. You're not, you're playing like an hour and a half for that long, but you're not going to, you're not going to play three hours straight, but like 
So it is, it is a challenge, but I, I normally charge more for something like that. Like mm-hmm. if I was getting hired and they wanted me to do that, I would be like, yo, this is what I, I need. I need like basically double pay or like, you know, an extra third of my pay. Um, for that challenge. And, and the, the problem that I have, the reason why I'm on a soapbox is because these stupid dumbos, all these dumb musicians are so happy to just be back playing that everyone's lowered their standard. So now everyone's just like, sure. Well, like the, this band I've legit heard when they're like tin roof requires you to play for three hours straight. I, this band is one band in particular where they're like, nah, we won't be doing that. We take breaks. Guess what? Everything's opened up. Everybody wants to play. Everyone wants to go back to work. So we'll do it. It's oh my God. (laughs) And, and so I'm like, I agree. Like the first one was like, they called me an hour before because their drummer was sick. So I was like, all right, I'll do it. Like, yeah, I, you know, I can make it happen. And then I did it. And it was cool. It was all right. But then now it's like, okay, now I'm in the mix. Now you guys are calling me for like all these gigs. And I, I, I didn't agree to that. I'm not in your band. And I also like my fees are a lot more than what you guys are paying me. I was doing it to help you out because you're my friend. But dude, you're not going to book me on a weekend gig for like no, like barely any money because it's cool. Like, no, it's not cool. You know, like I'm not your guy anymore. Like things have changed, you know? And so... I'm like, I have like a minimum, dude. What do you, what do you like a favor is a favor, but my minimum is this. And especially if you want me to play for three hours straight, I'm, I'm that's, I'm drawing the line, Phil here. And now you heard it on the airwaves. I put it out in the universe from now on. You want me to play tin roof. I'm not going to let you know what it is, but I'm going to let him know what it is. Hey man, I can't do this gig anymore for this pay. Not to mention I played that gig on Friday and I haven't been paid yet. Okay. So that's another thing. I have to wait to get paid and I have, I need, I'm, I'm basically cutting my pay in half. That's unacceptable. I refuse to do it anymore. I ain't trying to hear that right now. Yo, Funky Phil. Yo, Corey. We have some great listeners, don't we? Yeah. You know how they can be even more like dope than they already are? Keep listening. Definitely true. What else? Tell all your friends. Also very true. What else? Join the Patreon. All good things. But you know, the biggest thing that they can do is go to drumbrigade.com and check out the merch store. Yes. We have so much like dope swag up there. We got men's shirts, sweatshirts. We got women's shirts. We got kids' shirts. Yes. Onesies. We got socks. Mugs. Phone cases. Stickers. We got it all. All in different sizes, all in different colors, just for you. So if you want to show the world that you are a drummer with style and you're part of the Brotherhood of Drums, go to drumbrigade.com, visit our merch store. Oh, yeah. Are they the same? It's the same beat-up Yamaha kit? Why would it be anything else? (laughs) I don't... Like... I don't get it, dude. I don't get it. And and it's the whole thing, Phil. It's the whole thing. The mics on the toms are like falling onto the toms. You mean the, the one snare, mic? like, huh? 
Last time I played, they had one mic for both the rack toms. Yeah, they have one mic for both the rack toms. It keeps sliding off onto the second rack. Yeah, yeah. And then I have to keep playing with one hand and putting it back on. The snare is like all the way down, touching the snare. You know, like the the band leaders fighting with Sean. They're like in a full on like confrontational argument because Sean's saying we're playing too loud, and it's just all the above, dude. It's nothing has changed. It's like we never left. It's like we never left, dude. It's just the same thing. The same drum heads, the same sound, everything. Oh, man. No, they, there's no symbol like felts. None of that. You got to bring all, you got to bring your hi-hat clutch. You know, it's, it's all the same. It's all the same. No one is even trying to fix it. Hmm. That's the standard in, in Nashville. The standard is like you, you demand that of your, your musicians, you demand three hours of on a gig, but then you're not even going to have decent equipment. It's nonsense, dude. F that place. Sorry. Hate to, I hate to let her cuss on the show, but it makes me so mad. It's <laughs> me so mad, dude. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Anyways, Phil, <laughs> sorry to just kick off the show on a bad note, but I'm already, dude, I'm already in the mix. Like I have like seven freaking soapbox to jump on right now. And it's just, I'm already in the mix. Like I played a private party on Saturday with Marcel. It was great hanging with those dudes, what? but it was just like random. It was like the richest people you can play for in san diego and they just don't care they don't care about music they don't care that we're even there yeah and it's just like it's just something that they can well we have a live band and it's like but they don't care yeah you know and so we gotta like set up all this equipment i'm like what for we i could have just set up a snare drum and they wouldn't even know the difference mm-hmm I'm bringing my board. We're bringing Marcel's like renting lights and like all this stuff. I'm set up on grass and all my drums are moving. And like my high hot high hat keeps falling over. You know, I got a freaking like SPD thing like with claps so that I can get the right sound. What the heck for? <laughs> and then I, I, I'm playing for a bunch of Karens that are like dancing in for like one song and we're trying to entertain them and they're like hey can you guys play any black eyed peas and i'm just like what am i doing like what am i what what like i said that i didn't want to do this anymore and here i am with these dumb ladies that i would never talk to ever in my life i would never even talk to them hmm. and they're requesting like one of my most hated bands of all time like i don't hate any band more than i hate the black eyed peas <laughs> yeah they're pretty yeah. and like these dumbos are like, can you guys play some black eyed peas? And I'm just like, this is, this is what I do. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm like, I don't play drums for this dude. I don't practice every day for this. That's it. That's it. You got to stop doing those gigs. I ain't trying to hear that right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm mad now. That's okay. I understand. <laughs> I th- yeah, it sounds like sounds like you got to just stop doing those gigs, man. And another thing is, <laughs> why can't we learn some new songs? Why are we still playing Happy? Mm. Like, why are we still playing Uptown Funk? That's a big one. 
Yeah. Why why are we still playing um what's the Daft Punk song? Get lucky. Why are we still playing Get Lucky? Why are we still playing these songs? I think cuz it's easier than learning new ones. I I don't get it. <laughs> what is with these stupid singers, dude? I was having this conversation last last night on I played a gig last night. And and it's like it's like I'm like you guys are okay. Like I'm coming off on the wrong foot. I'm starting this show on a bad mood, and I'm not in a bad mood. I'm in a good. I'm happy to be working again. I really am. But like, I'm like, you know, like one of the the, the bass player was like saying, you know, what these guys are calling like Motown and stuff like that. And the problem that we're seeing already is like when we take a break and then we play a playlist, basically DJ music the dance floor is full and then we come back with like how sweet it is to be loved by you you know and and it's like the old we got to play both the old people love that but then they're like hey can we play something new and then they're like yeah let's do get lucky and it's like that's not new dude it's like 10 years it's like old 10 years old <laughs> you know let's do uh Dun, dun, dun. Everybody get a bunk. That's like, that is an outdated song now. Yeah. I always hated that one too. Yeah, bro. And I'm, so I, I was saying to the guy like, Hey man, like, you know, he's kind of the band leader. And I said, in my opinion, if this was my band, I would, ref- I would flip that on the break. I would play all those songs and then I would make my band learn all the songs that you would normally DJ. I said, there has to be some hip hop in there. There has to be some of that like trip um, trap trap beat stuff. (laughs) I'm like, you have to make these singers learn some of the hip hop stuff. They have to start. They have to introduce like some rap stuff to their to the repertoire. They have to. Yeah, you can't like if I have to play all the trap stuff and I have to bring electronic modules to play all that stuff, they have to learn all the hip hop stuff. It's just, dude, you can't, you can't be calling Uptown Funk still. Yeah. I mean, come on. Like it, it, you have to reverse it so that the people can freaking like what the band is playing. Don't make the bands, the dance floor fill up on the DJ set. God, dude. Mm-hmm. And so like, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm so tired of it. Like, what have you guys been doing? You've had a year and a half off and we're still playing the exact same set list. Yeah. That's so crazy, man. Anyways, uh, I didn't, I didn't want to, you know, I'm like I said, I, I, I need to go back to work just to catch up on, on bills and pay stuff off and you know, all this stuff. So it's like, I'm happy to like, I'm not really that bitter at going back to work. Like I'm really happy to play. And I feel like, I feel like my playing has improved a little bit in, in different ways that I think only I can see right now. But like, um, it, you know, I just, I can't keep doing that. Like I can't, I can't keep, I can't keep doing like these type of gigs, you know, and everybody's having some ambitions right now. Like, like, you know, all the bands are like trying to get their band going, you know, and to do like real corporate gigs and do real stuff people are ready to rage, you know, like people are ready to party, but it's like some of these gigs, like the tin roof stuff and all that nonsense needs to go already. It needs to, it needs to stop. Like that's, I feel like, feel like I'm on it. I'm on, you know, I'm not trying to talk 
you know, arrogantly, but I just feel like I've outgrown those types of gigs. The casinos and all that nonsense needs to, I'm, I'm done with that, man. Yeah. I'm with I'm not you. not trying to say no to money, but man, I'm just, I'm just not downtown is a complete like crap show right now. <laughs> it's just everybody out there is just, I don't feel like I belong out there. I feel like everybody is gross and sweaty and high and drunk and I just can't get out of there fast enough. So, yeah, man, I feel you. I'm, <laughs> I've been doing, uh, I've been pretty good. I've been, I've been booking, I started booking some gigs and none of them are top 40 band gigs. Mm. So I'm kind of, I'm excited. Good for you. I'm, uh, I've got a re- my first rehearsal today. Oh, wow. Yeah. And like original band. Are you back in with Cassie B? No, they've got, they got someone, some other dude. Nice. Um, you know, it's cool. I kind of, you know, I was kind of feeling like, you know, we've talked about it. I was, I was feeling kind of burnt out on that, on that scene anyway. And they wanted to get out there before I could, or was ready to. So I was like, you guys should just get someone else. Like, yeah, it's, it's totally fine. So yeah, all is well. I'm I'm excited to get out there and play some some original jams and um, I got some new microphones. Oh boy, <laughs> <laughs> that seems like it's the it's the theme of every show. Oh, the one you're talking into right now. This is one of them. Yeah, actually, here let me grab the other one. I'll show it to you. Oh boy. Oh yeah. They have a fancy case and everything. So I didn't have, <clears throat> I, I I don't know, with all of this recording practice I've been doing, I uh, realized that I hate, I hated the sound of my overheads. <laughs> really? Yeah. And I just, I didn't have a, uh, I didn't have a matched pair. You want to sell me your old ones? <laughs> I'm going to keep them, I think, just because they, they're good for like spot miking still, uh, certain yeah. things, but I've the overheads are like really important to sound good, especially if you're doing stereo miking. You want them to be matched because otherwise mm-hmm. you'll get all sorts of weird, weird issues with the audio <laughs> that makes just yeah. makes things sound funky. So I got this a, a pair of these. Um, oh, it's a company called Roswell Microphones. It's oh a, yeah, a boutique company. Um, and I got these a matched pair of the. Mini K87s. They're they're condensers? Yeah, they're large diaphragm condenser, but they're very articulate and nice. they're, they're very neutral sounding. They don't have like a hyped high end, you know, like a shimmery bump up top that makes cymbals unpleasant to me. Yeah. So I'm pretty, pretty stoked on these so far. This is my first time using it for the podcast. So hopefully it sounds okay. That's cool. Um, I don't, I don't like using condensers for, um, podcasting cause there's just too much like my table noise and like when I'm opening my, my cup, you know? Yeah. So, but, um, I, I still want to get those Monheim overheads. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, it's just expensive. And then like my, you know, my setup, I've been using my mics and my board for more like live gigs and stuff. So I feel like 
for live, I always just use one condenser. I never, it never really matters. You know, like I, I normally use on a live, like corporate gig or something. I normally use a kick and an overhead and that's what I use. That's it. And, um, but if I like want to use everything, I feel like two overheads might be a good thing. And I don't, I'm not doing too much. I mean, I do some recording, but it doesn't matter. The stuff I record, it's just, I don't know. I think it could be better, but I just don't know enough about recording and stuff. I'm still recording into GarageBand, even though I have something else. I just haven't learned how to use it. Yeah. So it's, it is what it is. I, I should get better at it. I should think more. Cause I think I have pretty decent, um, drum mics. I have Audix drum mics. And then what's the gray, big, sure kick drum mic. Uh, um, the, the beta one, the beta one. Yeah. Yeah. I, have, I, I love that kick mic. mic. That's a good mic. And then, yeah, I just need, I have a cool AKG, um, overhead, but it, I only have one. And so I'm like, I, I kind of want matched pair of those or i really want the monheim ones though those are the best those are cool man they yeah i was considering those too but they i don't think my room is so the he only has them in omni oh um which if you i'm not sure if you know about the polar patterns but basically an omnidirectional mic picks up sound from all directions like a imagine a sphere around the microphone Mm -hmm. and that's it's sensitivity. It's like evenly picking up sound from all directions around it. And, uh, that can be really good sounding, but I, I don't, I, my room is kind of small. Yeah. And typically that you don't want to capture too much of the room sound of a small room with uh. drums. Cause it's, it's kind of, you know, it sounds boxy and small and like, like, so I the omni if I I didn't, I didn't want to get omnidirectional mics for my overheads for recording, hmm. but I want to get I would love to just come over and just like for no reason but other than to just roll some just roll some tape like just play music like just play and do some drum tracks but I would love to get some like really seventies sound and dead everything you know Let's towels on the toms or bandanas on the toms kind of sound you know yeah. Let's do some, uh, let's do some state cow stuff. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I just want to like, I would love to just play some drums and like use, use drums for like, just there's all, like a lot of my videos and stuff. I need background, like B roll music, you know, or like chill beat music. And, um, sometimes I like just drums to be playing, you know, just like a beat, you know, or like just maybe ambient noise or like something, you know, like stuff like that where, you can solo over it or play over it, just play grooves over it and use it for B-roll stuff. So can we plan that? Yeah, we should I'm, do uh, it. I'm fully vaxxed, Phil. Fully. I did it. Remember the conversations we were having? Where I was like, Phil and I were borderline arguing. <laughs> <laughs> Phil was like, I got to get off. I got to go early because I need to get vaccinated. And I was like, Phil, why would you do that? You got the one but shot one, right? One shot. One nice. Yeah. I, My did, doctor told me that would be the the best one for did, me. Did you feel jacked up the next day? I didn't feel any side effects. Nice. I I don't know how that's possible because everybody I talked to is like, I felt so sick the next day. I think it's different for everybody. I woke or up. it can be, you know. Like, like looking around like, I don't feel sick. 
Like I don't feel sick at all. And, um, I really like went pretty hard on trying to detox. So, I mean, I drank like tons of water and then I went to the beach, got in the water, laid out in the sun, just let the sun cleanse me, grounded myself, all of that stuff. I know that sounds hippie ish, but sounds like a lovely day. It's how I roll, dude. Yeah. Uh, no, man, it's, it's become a, it's become a necessity for the music industry. You know, you, I don't, you, you just like, unless you want to just be like a teacher or you just want to play local gigs, I think you have to be vaccinated. If you want to do anything relevant, you want to play any festivals, you want to do any concerts, anything like that, you have to be, you have to be. And so, um, I, I just, um, I, I told you already, Phil, and I'm, I'm not going to talk about who it's with yet because I don't, I don't think anything's official until you jump on a plane or until you're on the tour bus, but Mm -hmm. I just landed a pretty good tour gig and, um, it's pretty, it's pretty substantial for me. You know, it's not the biggest gig in the world, but, uh, and it was, it was required for that. So there's, you know, it'll be a lot more touring and, um, overseas and, different countries and all of that stuff. And so, and you, you don't, you just don't, you just don't want to be that guy. I just can't be that guy. Like where it's like, we're going into Canada and then it's like, does anybody, if has everybody been vaccinated? And then I'm kind of like sick to my stomach because I know I haven't been, you know? So I did it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm stoked. I'm stoked for your, your, um, what's looking like a good gig too. Yeah, that's been a, that's been quite a process. Um, you know, it's funny because I made up my mind during the pandemic that like my career has shifted and now I'm working on drum brigade and that's my focus. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was very, it was kind of easy to, to settle on that because, you know, we weren't really allowed or a- able to do anything else. There was no gigs and people were paying attention to drum brigade because what were they doing? You know, everybody was interested in, learning and getting, you know, keeping the drum community alive and people were getting stimuluses and buying merch and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, but now that everything's opening up, it's kind of like one, I need to, you know, I need to get back to work, but like also my students haven't really subsided like, or like petered off, but, um, but it still is like a lot of other things like chops and coffee is like really dwindling because people are just, you know, tired from working or like, you know, or clocking into work, you know, or whatever. So that's one thing that's like kind of, um, it's not a problem. It's just kind of expected. And then I did not expect, so I've done for me, dude, I did, you know, Phil, that I've like done a lot of like adjustments as far as mental, like, mindset and all of that stuff. And, um, I did that to kind of enhance and affect my personal life and especially my business life. And so my life, my like mental state has changed a lot, man. I just, I feel like a lot more focused and a lot more centered and grounded. And I take certain things very serious, like what goes into my body and you know, how I treat myself and now I walk, you know, wake up early and get my start, my day started correctly. And all of that stuff, I feel like I've like aligned, like realigned myself, my thinking to be in a more positive focused way. That's all intentional and on purpose. I do have my moments like starting a show off on a soapbox, but 
I did not expect it to affect me in the ways that it has. And so as soon as things are opening up, like I've never been so busy, like right away, I thought I'd have to like ease my way in or kind of gain some relevance again, like get people to be like, you know, kind of be like, Hey guys, remember me, you know? And, um, or people going like, yeah, Corey's like, he has a bad attitude or something, you know? And I, I, before I try to be like, like positive and but I didn't, ex- I didn't expect it to be like this, you know? And, and I'm, I'm not trying to sound weird. I, I did. I just feel like when you really, this is kind of acceptance podcast material, but when you like, when you like manifest stuff, like manifest your, your life in a way that you want it to go. Like you're in control, right? Things happen, man. There's no denying that. There's no denying that for me, that's just how it is. And so for years and years, I spent a lot of time being bitter that I didn't get these, these tour gigs or bitter that I didn't get these auditions or why are these other drummers? Like, why am I opening for drummers that I'm better than? And like, you know, that's a, that's a, the wrong attitude. That's a wrong attitude. Instead of being appreciative for, you know, what I get to do and being able to play on this stage and like have an intimate, you know, um, relationship in that moment, making music and sharing vibrations. Man, that's, it's deep. And like, I try to look at it in that way more. Um, and I feel like that is coming across like subconsciously, I think, because this gig that this tour gig, um, I said no to four times. <laughs> I recommend, I reckon, I recommended Kevin Higuchi was like, this is your dude. He's the guy that I think you should get. He's the guy I would get, you know, and he's, he's the man. He's the guy. He's perfect. And it was like, they would not take no, dude. They were like, no, you are the guy that we, we should get. And I'm just like, I'm not willing to do it. I'm like, I'm doing drum brigade, man. And so, yeah, it just came back to where it was like, this isn't what I thought. Like, this is actually something really good and something really positive. And I'm going to try to keep it like that. I'm going to be me and, um, bring some positivity to what I'm doing and like use this idea, this thought of like, finally, man, finally, like I'm, I'm like, I'm in a band that's like touring on the level and like, you know, at the level that I want to be, I feel like this is a good thing for me, you know? And it's like, it's not a top level. Uh, I don't what that sounds negative. Like, but you know, it's not like I'm touring with like, I don't know, Michael Bolton or something like something it's, but it's like, I think it's a good fit for me. I think it's something that can, I can maintain my positivity. I think it's something that I can bring something to it. And, um, I'm really like stoked on it. I'm, I'm appreciative that this opportunity has come and, uh, and like, I feel like it is an actual, like it is um fulfillment of like a manifestation, you know? So that's, that's my awesome. take. I'm stoked for you. Thanks man. So, uh, August I'm, I'm out late August. I'm out, but like mid August I'm out too for, um, Actually, we'll still be able to do the show, but um, mid-August, I have to fly to New York for rehearsals, and then a week later, we leave. And then it's so dope, though, that, like, <sighs> there's so many things, Phil. There's so many things I need, I want to talk about, but 
one of the things that me and my wife really like to do is travel and we don't get to travel at, at all as much as we like. And especially during the pandemic, we do like little things like a, maybe a road trip here and there, but it was, it was really difficult because everything was closed and, you know, state parks were closed and all that stuff. So we didn't get to really travel. And, um, and so like with this, you know, my goal right now is to get my wife, get in a position where my wife can quit her job and like one of her jobs, she has like a million jobs, but, and so anyways, what I'm trying to say is like this tour ends in Chicago at, um, like at riot fest. And so I get to fly her out and have her go to riot fest with me. And then we play on Saturday. So Sunday is like free to just go hang out. I think Devo's playing Sunday. And like, so we get to go see some cool bands. Then we get to go hang out with some friends in Chicago. And I don't know if my wife has ever been to Chicago. And so, and like before the pandemic, Chicago was one of the last places I got to do like a fly out to and explore on my own. And so I'm like stoked to bring my wife to the places that I visited and stoked to just hang out there and do whatever we want for like a week or 10 days or something and then come home. So that's awesome, yeah. man. And like, there's um some, uh, then like at the end of the year, we're supposed to do some New York dates. And so I'm like, I'm flying you out to New York after I'm just going to fly you out as much as I can after the tours. If you can take the time off, that's like a rule I set for myself. Like a few, like a few years ago with touring was like, I want to make the best out of each tour. So every time I go on tour or do a fly out, I want to stay for a couple extra days. And, um, so I did that in London once, but I didn't get to fly my wife out, you know? And like, so yeah, I'm going to do that now as much as I can. That's cool. Are you guys, are, do you have any, uh, SoCal dates? I do. Um, LA and San Diego. Yeah. So I want to get on the guest list. All right. You can, <laughs> It's I'll okay if not. There. It's all right. I understand. <laughs> Phil, you are forever like I, I you there's only a couple people, but you are forever like never should ever feel bad about getting on the guest list. You're funky Phil. Oh. The guest list was made for for people like funky Phil. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Uh so yeah, dude, things are kind of like I just felt like you know, going back to the vaccine, you know, I'm, I'm not really like an anti-vax person, but I am very cautious of what goes in my body and especially synthetic stuff, man-made stuff, you know? And so, but I feel like, man, I'm still very like, I, I can't help but be like a little worried, you know, when I'm in public and no one's masked up or, you know, and I'm even me, I'm just kind of like, well, and they said, if you're fully vaxxed, you don't have to. And so, and things are opening up, like everything's going away tomorrow. I know. It still feels weird though. So right? weird, man. And, and like I you worry got about so my used wife because she's not, you know, so, but whatever, Phil, you just got to trust what the government says. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess we got to start doing this show in person again. I mean, yeah. Do you have a setup for, for me over there? Uh, I mean, I can bring my mics and stuff. I mean, I could set you up over here. Yeah. 
I'm just trying to picture where we would sit. I could bring a table in here so we could gaze into each other's eyes like the old days. <laughs> well, we know you can always do it here, too. I got Your mic is already set up and plugged in. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm excited. No um, more, no more right, weird so, digital Zoom Zoom artifacts. Yeah. I, I don't know why we're even still doing Zoom. <laughs> Dude. Um uh what was i gonna say there i mean yeah that's that's what's going on with me that's what's going on with me but um there's something else i can't remember i'm still going on still doing drum lessons like crazy full day today everybody no one is like stopped and people still want to be like on zoom yeah it's like it's like just easier now um and like, there was some other soapbox that I was just like bummed about, but, um, oh yeah, I did that wedding. I did that wedding, uh, two weeks ago. I mm. couldn't do it on Monday. Cause that last week we didn't do a show because I was doing a wedding. It was like a friend yeah. and I was working with two of my closest friends and like I did their wedding for free. Like Zoom, you know what I, I told you about it. Yeah, Zoom yeah. plus in person and on Zoom. Uh huh. So other people saw their wedding and was like, "We want that," and so they paid pretty well to get us to do their wedding. And it was complicated, Phil. Oh no! But it was so great because my buddy knows how to use Zoom really well, and so like I mean like so it was like we split duties. Like he was in charge of Zoom one hundred percent. And I was in charge of the sound 100%. And then his wife was like, kind of like a wedding planner, but not, she wasn't the wedding planner, but she was kind of like the, the planner for all of this stuff. So she was like, they were super thorough. It was super good. We did it. We did it. There's a couple things though, where it was like, we dropped the ball. It's expected. I mean, what we're doing is really complicated, but like there was this moment where, the dad was going to start dancing with the father daughter dance. They start dancing and then they cut the music and somebody hands him a mic and then he's supposed to sing to her. I didn't know this because I'm not looking at the thing. I'm not looking at the sheet. Uh So he cuts the music and I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And he's just like, he's like, just hold on. And then his wife like runs out and gives him a mic and he starts singing and I'm like, holy crap. Like I'm trying to put reverb and like, I'm like, what am I doing? And then, but then the whole time and all this chaos, the dude forgot to unmute him on zoom. Oh, no. so everybody on zoom <laughs> didn't hear him singing, but everybody in person did. Oh, I was like, oh, that's a moment. You can't, we can't go back and fix it. You know, it's just what it is. Dang, dude. It was so complicated though. It was like, you know, video performances, like people pre-recorded performances, like when they're walking down the aisle first, they wanted their mother-in-law, like their mothers to walk down the aisle, but they're like in the Philippines. So they have to have a video of them and like, you know, like stuff like that, where it was just like, okay, so first we have to play the ring bearer walking down and it's just like a video of it. Mm -hmm. Then we have to have like, or sorry, the flower girl or whatever. Then we have to have like the grandma walk down. That's a video. But now we're going to have like the actual mom and dad walk down the aisle. So we have to have the camera on them. And like, 
you know, it's just, and then like I'm playing the, it's dude, it's, it get there's so many layers. Like it's just so, so much. We handled it. We handled it. I was like trying to express to them though, that like you guys don't really know the struggle of doing weddings. I'm like, I was literally at a wedding yesterday doing this, but playing drums. And so like when we got there, like it's an upstairs building and there's like a wheelchair lift and I have my cart full of equipment, a PA and all this stuff. And I asked the lady, like, I go, Hey, is there an elevator? There's like, they're like, there's no elevator. And I'm like, okay, well then I'll just use the wheelchair lift. And they're like, no, you can't use that. I'm like, what are you talking about? And you just have to carry everything upstairs. And so I'm just like, I'm looking at him like, (laughs) this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm like. This is why I hate doing weddings. Everybody's so quick to tell you what you can't do. So I I always say, okay, cool. You can help me carry the speakers up. And then (laughs) I'm like, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. (laughs) Stupids. (laughs) So anyways, yeah, but they, they saw that and you know, it's just, it is what it is. So it was fun. Nice. I'm glad it, so, it, you got through it. So it weird, okay. dude, doing a gig and not playing drums. And like driving down there and kind of going, oh man, I should listen to the songs that like the protocol songs, you know, like the wedding dance songs and stuff. So I know what I'm playing and I'm like, I'm not playing drums. Like I'm just like setting up my equipment and you know, it's weird. <laughs> so weird. Um, That's cool though. It, yeah, man. So so, what's going on with Funky Phil besides new mics and and wow, and man. new original gigs? I don't know. Any, any kid birthdays? <laughs> no kid birthdays. No anniversaries. Um. No, not too much different. Just been. I've been trying to record stuff. I've been trying to do some uh, movie soundtrack work. What? Yeah. You're well, going full on engineer mode. Well, I mean, in this case, I'm 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 trying to do some some like music for a film. So I'm not. Wow. But are are you and Charlotte able to like tag team that? You guys could make a mighty duo. Yeah. Well, it's mostly Charlotte. She's doing this a lot of the songwriting for this movie, and a friend of hers is doing it. And uh, like he he has a sound production company in New York and um they're doing they're putting together a movie and she's she's doing a, a lot of songwriting for that amongst other nice. things she's so busy but there's like a couple scenes they were hoping to get some some drum stuff for so I'm getting creative and bizarre nice <laughs> You're going to have to get some other equipment now. You're going to have to get like a giant like gong bass drum so you can add like low rumbles. Yeah. <laughs> you might have to get a tim- timpani. <laughs> no. Timpani, timpani, what is it? Yeah. No. Yeah, it's, yeah, I've just been, ex- you know, a lot of the same stuff. I was getting ready for this, uh, my first gig back this week. So that wow. feels good. Practicing drums again. <laughs> um. I got like, man, I, I saw people at the park today. I want to do like, I want to do chops and coffee at the park. That was like my biggest thing, but you know, it's hard. I, I, I just wish I could get my like buddies to together and do like a group warm up thing at like nine in the morning. 
like once a week or, you know, twice a week or something. And just, it's hard, dude. No one will show up like everybody, you know, it's like a lot to work out and, but it's, it would be so cool for everyone to do it. But, and it's like, it's totally legal to do it in Carlsbad. I saw a group of yoga people at this park and I was like, this should be us. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know why I said that. Why, what you just said triggered me to say that. But, oh, you're practicing. I, I, yeah. yeah, I practiced. I keep thinking because I keep <laughs> I like I keep I try to practice every day and I'm, I try to have like regimented practice stuff. That's cool. Right now I'm going through the drum mantra book and it's really good. But I'm, it's like every warm up. I spend like a week on like one thing. That's and, cool. Uh, every warm up like so. OK, so those of you guys who haven't tried it, this book is called the foundational something. It's the drum mantra. And it's just 16 notes with accents, like different permutations of accents. It's first, it's like, it's like the accent moves over one 16th note, but you do every, I, th- I can't remember if it's four bars or one bar. It's four bars, I think. And you do it eight times. Then you go to the next one, then eight times, eight times, all the way down. Then you do four times. Then you do two times. Then you do one time, one time again. And done. And it's like, it's eight total bars, I think. But then you take that same 16th note accent pattern and then you have to do it like left-hand lead. Then you have to do it again, doubles. And then you do the same accents though. And then you do it again, left-hand lead doubles. Then you do it again, paradiddles. So like, and it's best to like memorize it because you're playing along to a song. And it's, it's focused, it's, it's focused on helping you to stay focused, you know, cause it's like each one is like eight minutes and you have to keep track of where you are like, Oh, I have to do this bar for eight measures. And then I have to do this, you know, for four measures and whatever, you know, and you, you have to keep track. So, but yeah, so each one I'll stay on for like a week, you know, and try it every day. And I haven't even gotten to the paradiddle one. And I'm like, Oh man, that's going to be, it's going to be hard for me, you know, to play those accent patterns because it changes your brain changes. It's not just like, simple like playing it on the beat it's like there's different patterns that you know repeat every time but when you play it single stroke and then you play it like doubles your brain has to adjust because now that accent is still on your right if you're doing doubles if that makes sense you know yeah so and then paradiddles is another you know it's just oh god so i my my like my other thing is i'm learning i have to learn like seven albums worth of music like my goal is to know every song like the back of my hand. That's awesome. So like I'm trying <laughs> to take it like that serious, you know? Yeah. No, that's cool. That drum mantra stuff sounds sounds really cool. I I mean, yeah. I, I usually do some technique practice just about every day. Yeah. But it's, you know, it's been hard finding, being able to get time to do full kit work with the kids. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, now it's summertime, so (laughs) I still, yeah, I didn't, uh, I didn't also like, I haven't, I've kind of fallen off on like writing my own warmups or exercises. I was doing that pretty regularly. And now I have like, I have like four ideas that I'm trying to work with that I'm like, oh man, like I don't, I need to find the time to write this. And then I need to find the time to film some lessons for Patreon. The other thing is too, like with tour coming up now, I have to, I'm trying to figure out what to do with my students because I can't just 
I can't just leave now. Like, you know, it's, I'm in too deep on teaching, but I'm also like, I'm, I've always said since the day I started drum brigade, I'm a professional drummer first, you know, I'm a performing drummer or recording or whatever. And I'm a teacher second. And during the pandemic, the teacher has gotten into first place. And then the performing drummer has like, was on the back burner. Well, now it's shifted again. And so now it's like, I have to have that conversation where it's like, Hey, you know, I'm going to be leaving on tour for the most part, everybody is like stoked. Everybody's like excited, but I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like I'm starting up with a charter school once in August. Oh yeah. I'm like dude, right when I start, I'm going to be leaving. And so yeah. I'm like, um, and so I was like, okay, maybe I can get a, a, a sub, but I'm also like, that's, that's pretty steady income that I would like to keep going. And so if I get a sub, like if I'm like, Phil, I need you to cover all of my lessons I'm just giving you all the money. Like there isn't like, I can't be like, I need you to come in for like 20 bucks an hour and like teach all my lessons and keep track of them and take notes. And like, I'm like, I just, I, I, so I'm like, okay, so then I need to train somebody. Like maybe I can train fireman Eric to be a drum teacher, you know, or somebody like that. And I'm like, I, I don't have the time. Maybe they can come in and sit in with me. Like, and I can train them to, teach them what I do, but it's like, dude, it's, it's not that simple. You know, like we're talking about years of experience and then years of repertoire with these students. And then I'm just going to have some random guy come in and be like, here's how you play a paradiddle. And they're like, we've learned that like years ago, Yeah, you know? And so I've settled on doing what drum brigade does a lot of video stuff, you know, and a lot of out of the box stuff like zoom online lessons, filming all of my lessons, like, like pre filming my lessons, recording my lessons, just like I would do it with them. Uh, like in person and then having them like log on and like take their lesson, but it's pre recorded and then I can be in two places at once. Dang. And then maybe are you going to do like little, like, you know, check-ins like short, yeah. short video chats to see how I they said, did. I uh, said, yeah, we'll do some zoom chats, like, like maybe 10 minute, like, Hey, how's this going? Is, are you able to do this? And I don't think it'll be very difficult. Uh, well, no, it'll be difficult. Like it'll take a lot of my time. I, I, I need to start getting on this now. I need to start recording some stuff now, like, um, before it's too late. Cause I don't want to be doing this like I leave in a week and then I'm not able to like focus on the material that I need to learn for tour, you know? Um, so yeah, I think, I think I need to start establishing what it is that we're learning and you know, yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be a lot. I need three weeks worth of, worth of drum lessons, four weeks worth of drum lessons, maybe five videos like to keep them going. So I think it's possible though. I have a couple, I have a couple ideas and a couple things and we'll, we'll make it work. So, but yeah, that's the only way. And then it's like, okay, everybody that I've, all of my students that I've told this to are like, okay with it. They're totally down. And they're like, yeah, that sounds great. And I'm like, it really won't be any different. It's just going to be pre-recorded. So there's going to be like no banter between us as far as like, Hey, how's your week? Did you play any cool video games? It's more just like, let's get to work. And then I'll catch up with you in a week and like, we'll see how it goes, you know? That's cool. So, um, yeah. 
So that's the deal. That's what we're going to do. That's like the, the be, rather than like trying to figure out if you have an opening in your schedule to take on like 15 lessons, 20 lessons or something, you know, it's like, dude. Um, yeah. So maybe some of them though, if some of them are like, we're not willing to do that, then I might be like, Phil, can you cover this lesson for three weeks? <laughs> yeah. Let me know, man. It's, it's, yeah. I've kind of got the, I've got the opposite thing where I've got like students that are wanting to go on vacation and I, I don't oh, know. Yeah. Everyone's like rant dipping out at random intervals and yeah, um, I've been so dealing with that. I, I like it though, man. I, you know, I, I would, I, I hate the, I'm really, I'm too friendly for cancellations. I'm way too friendly for that. Yeah. My wife is like, if they like, and then I'm also friendly, too friendly with payment. Like I need to, I need to switch. I need to raise my price and I need to switch everybody to everybody pays on the first of the month period, you know, like, but I'm just, I haven't done it. I'm, I've been sticking with keeping track of where everybody is on their, you know, thing. I just, it needs to switch. And so one thing that I can say is people are like, a lot of my students are stoked on like how, how much attention to detail I try to pay attention to and how much I'm, I try to stay on top. Like I try to go bend over backwards for my students because I really do appreciate, I appreciate them and I appreciate this, the relationship that I have with them. And, um, many of them are like, you know, it's just cool. It's, a, you know, how much I love teaching. So mm-hmm. it is very cool, but, um, I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, I was worried that everybody was just going to be like, no, we'll just wait till you get back or we're out, you know? And I'm kind of like at the place where it's like, man, if you're out because I'm leaving on tour, then you really don't want to learn from a professional drummer. You need to, you need to learn from some other Dumbo, you know? Um, you should be stoked on that. Yeah. You should be stoked that I'm, I'm on tour and I don't, I mean, you know, so for the most part, everybody's just like, really? Oh, that's so awesome. Yeah. Like, cool. We want to come see you. I'm like, okay. Um, and like, I'm like, yeah, video thing. They're like, yeah, that's great. Yeah, sure. Whatever you think. I'm like, okay. That's awesome. So, yeah. I always thought that could be a really cool way, way to do lessons anyway. Just cause then, you know, there's no scheduling. It's just, they, yeah. they can do it whenever they want. They can rewatch sections. I mean, obviously, I'm, obviously there's like, you know, when you're really, when you're talking and doing it in person or, you know, <clears throat> live, there's, you know, diagnosing of issues and stuff in real time. Yeah. But, um, I, there, there's I, a lot there, of benefits. It might be a thing where this might be the new norm, you know? some of the students have said like, I, I kind of like that idea better, you know, where we can watch it whenever we want. And, but I'm like, but, but then you're, then I'm relying on you to like, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm relying on y- you doing it on your own and it just doesn't work like that, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, but it's cool. I mean, you can do stuff in a different way. I feel like Cause then they can actually play along with you. And be in sync, you know, like you can like be like, this section is a specific play along part and I want you to do exactly what I do. Watch your hands. Right. You know, you can slow down the playback speed or, you know, I don't know. I could just see there being a lot of cool, cool options with that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to, um, I, I think it's going to be good. 
I just got to put in the work, you know? A lot of my days off are going to be spent recording, filming. Editing. Editing, <laughs> yeah. So it, I don't want to go too crazy. I just want to kind of do it like how I do the Patreon lessons and just instead of go, like live streaming, just hitting record and being like, what's up, man? All right, so today this is what we're going to be working on. First, let's start with our warm-up, do a warm-up. Take the time, though. You know, now I want to practice that only and not have to feel that feeling of like, are they bored or not? Like, this is what you get. Like, you have to play along with me and you need to do it every time. It's your turn, you know? So, yeah, I've been really, dude, I've been having, that's been the biggest tr struggle. I was going to say that, like, I kind of like it when people, when some of the students, like, just don't show up and I get, like, an extra break. <laughs> Their days are so full now, you know, of just activity that I was saying that, like, I don't, you know, I'm, I, I should be more of a stickler on like when no people, no show. Sometimes I do, I reach a point when it's like excessive, then I'm just like, okay. You know, like my, my go-to is though, like if they keep no show, like if they keep saying like what I've been getting lately is like, oh man, sorry, we totally forgot. We'll just, can we come tomorrow? And I'm, I try to stick to a schedule. So I'm like, no. Oh, do you have any other days open this week? And I'm like, nope, I'll see you next week. And I like literally leave it at that. And then they're just like, well, wait a minute. Like we can't just get in on another day. And I'm like, no, I'm on a schedule. Like I have other students and I have other things. Like this isn't the only thing I do. And so I've had quite a few parents be like, Hey, like, Oh, sorry, man. We totally forgot. We're, we're, we're out of town. Can we just come in tomorrow? And I'm like, uh, -uh. so I've, I've really tried to put my foot down on like, if it's the first time then I'm like, all right. But then, like, I, I, I can't tell you how many people are like, well, do you have Saturday open? And I'm like, I refuse to teach on Saturday. That's like, oh, that yeah, that's reserved for, 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 for that date is reserved for gigs or chilling, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? So I will, I will just, I don't even care. Like, I got to a point where I was like so desperate for students that I would try to book them on every, any day. And all that ends up doing is you just have people like walking all over you. I had one like, like lady was like, Hey, we're interested. They signed up. And then I, they're like, we're interested in signing up my daughter. And I was like, okay, cool. I have these days open. And they're like, those days don't work for us. Do you teach on the weekends? And I'm like, I don't teach on the weekends. No. And then they just like dropped it. And I'm, I'm like, Hey, I, I reached out again. Like, Hey, I have these days open. I just had a, a student like bail out at this time. This is like a prime time that I'm willing to save for you guys. And they're like, that date doesn't work. And I'm like, okay. They're like, what other days do you have? I'm like, I have this date that I can make happen or this date. And they're just like, those days don't work for us. I'm like, okay, then drum brigade doesn't work for you. I don't like, I'm not going to like come in on my day off just so I can get another client. Like you're not even going to stick around if you're that kind of mentality. How bad do you want it? You know? Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> I've been trying to like, really like I almost wanted to have like an audition process to see if kids can like should should join drum brigade like for lessons oh, I'm just tired be, of it that'd be nerve-wracking <laughs> I know but I just I have some students that are just so dramatic and so like you know they don't practice you know and then I have students that do and they're killing it right now yeah yeah it's tough you know uh, it's there's so many different um variables like some some kids just want it and they and they they just they get it and they want to practice so they're constantly on their their drums and then 
some kids have fun, but they kind of, they really need help, um, with the motivation. Like they need, they really, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. They need, they really need a, like a parent or someone to be like practice and like help guide them through and be like, no, you know, your teacher said to work on this and this and this. Right. 15 minutes. So I'm, I, I've been having this conversation with everybody. Sorry, I keep cutting you off, man, because I because we're on Zoom and I'm, we're like delayed. <laughs> Sorry, um, I, I've been having this conversation with everybody though that like our practice. What is your practice? Like, what should you be working on practicing? What are you like? And I, I like, I can't believe how many of my students still don't even know what like what they're. I'm like, what do you practice? I just play songs. I'm like, I'm giving you all the sheet music and I'm showing you all of this stuff. And all you're doing is like playing to Tom Petty. And they're just like, I'm like, what? And so we've like dedicated like our lesson to like, here's what you practice. Here's how you practice. And then I'll ask him. So now how do you practice? And they're just like, I just play the songs. I'm like, Oh my God, dude, like you're not even listening, you know? And so like, and like not being afraid to dedicate time to sit on like one thing, you know, like something n- dedicating time on practicing something that you already know how to do, you know, and like, but like refining that. I, I, so like, I'm like, you know what? There's like a function on the drum brigade, like student portal where you're supposed to log your practices. And I'm like, I need to start implementing that. First of all, you need to log in. This is an interaction thing. You need to log in. You need to use the online resources, all that sheet music, anything that I assign to you, I expect you to know how to play all of it, you know? And then you need to log, like I need to set a standard of like, you need to log at least like three hours of practice a week, you know? And like, so you can split that up however you want. But if you don't do three hours of practice a week, then we need to devote your whole lesson to practice, you know, like, it's, I mean, it's kind of simple. I need to be a little bit more regimented where we are friends, we're buddies, but this is for you to get better. And my students that are practicing or are like using what we're, what I'm teaching them are excelling so much. And so it's like, man, when I have a song assignment, the goal is to film a video and like do all this stuff. And like, but you have to implement your practice schedule. And so I don't know why I'm not doing that. I'm like really like lenient on that. Should just be like, okay, you need to, you know, you need to, pra- you need to s- register that you practiced, and you need to list what you practiced. You know, there can be some fun stuff, but you have to dedicate like some time to like warm up and to like working on something, and then fun playing. You know. Yeah, but, I'm with yeah, you. I, I need, I need, I need it too. You know, I need. I need some of these students to like really represent my brand and my thing like really well, you know, and like that, that's the way to really get some success through teaching is like, yeah, well that dude studied with Corey or that dude studied with Phil and that's why he's killing it, you know? So, yeah. Um, all right. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a good catch up episode, Phil. We haven't had a catch up episode in a long time. It's true. It's been we should a, have a mustard better. episode next. Yeah. Ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> where's Phil? Where's Fig's laugh? Hold on. Oh, there it is. <laughs> I miss that guy, man. I know. I don't know where that dude is, man. 
I don't know what is up with him. Um, all right, Funky Phil, we got to do this again sometime. Yeah, in in real life, in person, I want to yeah. do that. Um, so yeah, all the listeners out there, thank you guys. Thanks for uh, always just being faithful, loyal till the bitter end with the Drum Brigade. <laughs> Uh, if you guys want some drumsticks or anything like that, just DM me. They're not on the website yet, but um, I'm, hopefully by the end of the week, they will be. Um, and uh, all that stuff, Phil, we got to get together. I mean, we, you know, we got to we gotta do something shed or I, I'm still serious about the lesson thing. Um, so meaning like maybe give each other lessons or like share ideas and have a have a non have a non attitude shed session dude i can't i no i can't way. tell this story on the air but this shed has kind of gone off the rails dude with like dudes with attitudes yeah i was going to say i'm just going to i'm just going to try to one up you and and beat yeah. you the whole time though it, it, dude it was it was a <laughs> it was a disaster like i didn't go to the i didn't go to any sheds cuz they're they're now in like east county mm. but um one of the dudes was in a full-on argument with another dude and just like, you know, calling him the P word and like saying that, like, if you really want to learn how it's done, show up at the next shed, I'll show you how to play and like all this. St- I'm like, oh boy, I've had several like industry working drummers that are like, why are you showing up at that? Like professional teachers and professional drummers that are like, why are you going to that? And I'm like, well, it's, you know, it's a drum community and I want to stay relevant and I want to also know what's going on, keep my finger on the pulse of what the younger generation is doing. And they're just like, it just seems like a thing that you don't need to go to. I'm like, yeah, no, (laughs) I know. I mean, it sounds rather unpleasant to me, but. I will say though, dude, you jump in that mix and you are forced to play. You are like, you are forced to kind of bring it. And that, that's. You, it's like getting in a race. You can train for a race, but you don't really know what it's going to be like until you race, you know? And um, there's, you can't match that. You can't like mimic, you can't fake what you do in a shed. And so those dudes do progress very quickly because they're like, they, they keep saying, you know, one shed session with us is like a week of practice for yourself, you know, or a month. They're like, just come in there and like really be forced to show up, you know? And it's like, but it's just the attitude. It's just a different mentality, man. So threats going back and forth. Like it's, it's pretty gnarly. Well, that's, that's all I want to do with you. I mean, yeah, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I, I'm all about that life now, Phil. Forget camaraderie over competition. Yeah. You suck. Acceptance. You suck. Come you, and show up and I'll show you how to play. You don't even know what you're doing. <laughs> all right. I got to eat some food. And so do you guys. <laughs> Only healthy food, though, all right? All right. Funky Phil, I hope you have a great day, and I hope all you people have a great day, too. Thank you for listening to the Drum Brigade Podcast, episode 112. Just hit listening to me and Funky Phil rant and um, just chat about nonsense. Lessons, microphones, vaccines, tour, soapboxes. Yeah. Show 112, Drum Brigade Podcast. What is wrong with you, Zildjian?
Thanks for listening to the Drum Brigade podcast. This podcast was recorded in the Beat Locker at Pimp City in Oceanside, California. This podcast was produced by Funky Phil Pardell, and all drops and original music are by Corey Kingston. The Drum Brigade theme song is I Don't Like Your Music by The Busters. For more episodes, please visit drumbrigade.com and hit up our archives to hear some great interviews with Thomas Lang, Daniel Glass, Stan Bicknell, Tosh the Drummer, Kurt Buscara, Mike Dawson, and many, many more. For all other things, or to get in touch, please visit drumbrigade.com. Oh yeah, one more thing. Like and subscribe. Get